yeah! At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of The Takedown. As always, brought to you by Phone Soap. Go to phonesoap.com, use the code TAKEDOWN, and you get 20% off of your order. Also, I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. This podcast is brought to you by Coors Banquet, okay? Brewed in Golden, Colorado. Okay, hey, if you guys fucking tweet these guys, maybe they're going to hook us up. At least a 12-pack. Whatever. Um, I am fucking honored to be joined by the Invicta Atomweight World Champion, Half Pint. What is up, Alicia? Hi. This How has been... You? Uh, how long have we been trying to do this? Like three months now? Oh, we've been trying. Yeah, we've been trying to do this since right after my title fight. How long have we been trying to do this? Since we've known each other our whole yeah. lives. So let's just say for 25 years now. I'm just kidding. 25 years. Oh, the man, entirety yeah. of our lives has led up to this podcast. Hey, it could happen. It could. Uh, it could. <laughs> What's up, man? You doing good? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I uh, I actually rewatched your fight with uh, Lindsay Van Zant earlier. That's like my favorite mm-hmm. uh, Alicia Zapatella moment. I think. Okay, why why do you say that? I'm not really sure, honestly. Like it's just like uh, you're just like in the fucking zone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, how do you feel about that fight now that you watched it? Um, <clears throat> watched it back. What do you mean, like scoring wise or like performance wise? Um, either both thoughts opinions anything i hear a lot of controversy about that fight in particular no i think scoring wise i think you i mean there's no no doubt in my mind that you won that fight yeah um i don't know when i watched it it, i don't know you you want to know uh like a fight that you could almost compare it to it's like khabib and connor like she just damn she had no like she she couldn't do anything um like to stop the takedown you know i agree with that so um my cardio wasn't exactly where it should be then and then i spent months on end working on my cardio after that but were you smoking um, fucking marbles no no uh i think what it was is i didn't prepare for the fact that i was going to be locked in a hotel room for four days straight i didn't come with any sort of workouts i didn't know that i I don't know i didn't prepare correctly so um the next time around i came prepared but uh Honestly, the fight with Lindsay Van Zandt, I would say that I got so much controversy. I went back and I watched that like seven times within the next 48 hours of the fight. And I won that fight. Oh, Um, absolutely. I I didn't know. I didn't know there was. I didn't win a round of that fight, but I won that fight. And wait, wait, what do you mean? He said, I don't think that I won every round of that fight, but I definitely won that fight. Mm, I think the only round you lost uh, or could have could have potentially lost was like the second wasn't it or the yeah 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 Yeah, it might be the second yeah and honestly i mean you to me like i could understand like a like a 30 27 you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like yeah to me it wouldn't be that hard to believe not because i know you but just because like it's a pretty fucking dominant performance (laughs) thank you thank you um I, uh, yeah, I'm working on being much more dominant. I guess I'm going to try to be the female Khabib because it's the best thing that makes sense for me. 
Well, I mean, you're doing a fucking great job at it so far. Um, you. you know what's actually really cool about that fight was uh, <clears throat> one of my uh, Florida homies, uh, Shelby Corin, fought on that fight card. Oh, cool. Um, if I'm being honest, I don't really remember much of that fight card. Usually if I'm on the card, I don't really know many of the people that are on the card other than Adam Waits. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I'm kind of really in the zone. <laughs> you're just like getting fucking, like you're eyeballing everybody. No, I'm more so just really about me, I guess. I don't really care about anybody else or anything that's going on that week. Um, it's always usually just the Alicia show. There you have it, guys. If you guys are uh, <laughs> friends with Alicia, don't expect a Christmas gift. I'm just I'm just. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> if I have three fights a year, that means that there are three weeks a year that it is the Alicia show. And usually that week would not fall on Christmas. So no, no, no. Everybody totally, gets Christmas gifts. <laughs> I'm totally, I'm totally fucking with you. No, I. So if I bullshit with Alicia, it's because like we've been, we've been homies for quite a while. Okay, yeah. we're in the same yeah. meme group. Okay, <laughs> fucking serious. Um, real serious. <laughs> Alicia, Alicia beat uh, Ashley Cummins uh, for the Adam Weight World Title. Uh, who Ashley? If if you're not familiar with Ashley, uh, she was on the Ultimate Fighter. She fought Ginny mm -hmm. Frey, who is now in the UFC, Alexa Grasso, mm -hmm. who is my little Mexican bae, uh, Joanne mm -hmm. Calderwood, and uh, a friend of this podcast, Stephanie Frosto. Uh, you beat her with a Von Flew choke. Let me ask you this. People are saying that they should name it the OSP choke. Do you think it should be the Alicia choke now? Um... I'm, I, I'm totally bullshit. Keep it, keep it Von Flu. <laughs> Honestly, if I'm being honest, I I don't really think that... Uh, all right, this is going to be very controversial. There, There is no way that I should have won with a Von Flu, if I'm being completely honest. A Von Flu was never my <laughs> submission. That is my transition in threatening a submission and I just kind of caught her, if I'm being completely honest. I didn't expect her to keep her arm in because one of the first things that I'm taught is to take your arm out. So I thought that she would just give up the pass because it's either give up the pass or give up the sub. And she gave up the sub. So, you know, you know, that kind of told I, I like, wouldn't like it named after me, but what? <laughs> I said, you know what that kind of told me, though, was uh, like your pressure is like fucking incredible. You know what I mean? Yeah, thank you. Um, I've been told that by quite a few people. I actually heard that not too long ago. <laughs> I've, yeah, I, I guess my wrestling is is pretty dominant. Um, what I've heard, I guess, is that uh, I think that my wrestling just shines so much more than my jujitsu because yes, because <laughs> I remembered where I was going with this. <laughs> um, no, you're good. You're I good. think Continue. that my wrestling shines through so much more than my jujitsu does because I kind of use jujitsu to just shut down people's jujitsu and just to wrestle them. If that makes sense. <laughs> so actually, no, I'm, I'm the exact same way. Like whenever I'm rolling with somebody, like I'm more defensive jujitsu wise and like dominant mm -hmm. wrestling wise. Like I'll take you down and yeah. then I'll fucking yeah. like tie your legs up and just kabib you until you like literally just can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that's what I'm working on. I, I have such a great um, series that I was 
that have been trying to work and I had the perfect opportunity with Ashley but sadly Ashley was very slippery I don't know if she like lotioned up the day before or if she's just really sweaty but I've never felt somebody as sweaty as her or as slippery slippery as her I could not run my series on her so I had to find a different way can I just ask like an off-the-wall question? Have you ever fought somebody that just fucking stank? Yeah. You just um, say yeah. Hmm. I've never fought somebody that stinks, but I've definitely wrestled people that stink. But oh, God. I wrestled I with guys my entire life, so of course there's a lot of guys that are going to stink a lot. <laughs> oh, I remember some dudes in that King wrestling room that stank. Oh yeah, dude! That King Wrestling Room was disgusting. They the they put the staff. girls, <laughs> they put the girls in there after the guys. Um, like why wouldn't they put the girls' practice first? The guys are disgusting. Um, yeah, there was a lot of uh, Matt herpes and stuff going around that year. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I got bit by a spider in that shower in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's yeah, wild. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> I'm like terrified of spiders too. So like when I got bit, I was just like, oh, fuck me, dude. Like you got to be shitting me. Um, the one thing I, I miss about King a lot actually is the view there was beautiful. Tennessee is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, they, so um, how long has it been since you like you went back? I haven't been back to Tennessee or actually back to King since I left. So it's been like five five years since I've been there. Um, yeah. They got a Cabela's and a Bass Pro now. Do they? Hey. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Okay. You should do a vlog of us just going and fucking up Cabela's. That would be great. Um, I was going to say once um, fucking NASCAR is back, that's the perfect excuse to head down there. Do you like NASCAR? <laughs> no, but I'm into everything. And once I was there, so the first weekend that I ever went to King, um, well, the first weekend that I was there, um, I we went we went to the NASCAR, like the um, campgrounds that are right by there. Yeah. And it was so much fun, but sadly, I never got to go to one of the races. You were uh, so you were at Bristol Motor Speedway. You just didn't go like you didn't go to a race. Yeah, and um, actually, now that you ask, um, growing up, I went to a lot of races, but like, I guess it's more uh, I don't know, like on like dirt tracks and stuff, really hillbilly stuff. I guess you could say. So, but it was the best thing like, to do on Friday nights. You came to Tennessee from Ohio, right? So I grew up like around Bristol, right? So like for uh like school, uh like fucking different shit in school, like you do like a little I don't know, like a little candy bar drive where like you try to sell candy bars mm -hmm. for like charity and then they mm -hmm. give you like tickets yeah. to the race, right? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I never I never liked NASCAR, but my fucking parents did and I got two tickets to go to a like a NASCAR race and I came home and I was mm -hmm. like, Mom, mom, like check it out. I got tickets to go to the race. I was like fucking sixteen. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to give these tickets, like, one to my mom, and then I'll go. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. uh, I gave the tickets to my mom. She took my fucking nephew. She didn't even take me. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was so butthurt. That's funny. That's funny. 
<laughs> do you ever go to the uh do you ever go to the speedway and lights or anything do you ever go uh like to the ice rink they had there um i did not i went to an ice rink down there but definitely not that one mm. it was a lot of fun they had a big ass flea market too that had uh like a bunch of beef jerky and shit okay see when i was down there we went out to johnson city a lot and then i went down to gatlinburg and that is absolutely gorgeous i would like to go back there oh yeah gatlinburg's was, fucking tight yeah yeah Definitely. yeah i uh yeah growing up there growing up i mean f- so for you like you're coming like like you'd never been there before so like i'm sure like it was probably really cool for you it, it sucked ass growing up there i'm sure so like where i grew up there was a lot of um a lot of country land and there was amish there wasn't a lot around but the only thing that made Tennessee so much better was just it was so much prettier. Like in Ohio, it's, I mean, gorgeous, like half of the year. And then like the first time it snows. And then after that, the snow is just like annoying and gross. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so being down in Tennessee was different and um, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it, uh, like so i mean so i mean you spent time in tennessee like you know how it is like snows a Mm -hmm. fucking lot and then it's cold Mm -hmm. and half the year is like miserable and the other half is like kind of non-existent because it's like still partly miserable i guess like (laughs) uh, the the weather up there is like so fucking weird dude especially being on the virginia Mm -hmm. side like uh like we get like fucking blizzards and shit and then they'd be like, oh, you're still coming to school. I'm like, oh, sweet, dude. And I fucking walk 10 miles uphill in a blizzard. Hey, that's the way that... Fractions. That's the way that it is in Ohio, too. So we have lake effect snow, which is fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. I, it was was not an excuse if you were late to school because of the weather or actually the school that I went to in particular was parked in between two, I mean was placed in between two um railroad tracks and if you were late to school because of a railroad like like because of a train it wasn't an excuse like what the fuck is this <laughs> <laughs> they didn't give a fuck yeah so anytime that I would be going to school and there was a train I literally would just go back home <laughs> yeah I literally, uh, so so you stayed in Bristol, right? So I was like a couple towns over in Chilhowie, and we had okay. uh, like one McDonald's, right? And so every morning I would try to get up early enough to swing by McDonald's and grab a McGriddle on the way. This was like way before I knew like how shitty McDonald's was. Um, but like if I sat in the McDonald's line too fucking long, like af- either after paying or even sometimes before paying, I'd just go back home. I'd just be like, fuck, oh, I yeah. that day definitely definitely there was like many times when i would be like you know okay so i don't like being late if i was ever going to be late to school i just wouldn't go so therefore you know sometimes i'd go to the mcdonald's in town too see you know same different (laughs) did you get a sweet tea or no you get a coffee no um i actually like the mcgriddles as well so hey. back then, I really didn't give a shit about what I was eating, and I really didn't know how to eat healthy. Um, I really didn't have to watch my weight or anything, so life was easy back then. Um, really? I had to watch yeah, my weight so, okay, so, all the way through high school. Really? Um, I never really gained that much weight, 
um i was pretty much a natural 103 but then um it turned to 106 half like my junior oh, yeah. year yeah we're the same age. I, rem- I remember that bullshit yeah. okay see but up up here in michigan they still haven't changed the weight so when i talk about that change nobody knows what the hell i'm talking about really I yeah. was a 119 my entire life. And then one day they're like, oh, you're 120 now. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was so happy about those extra three pounds. <laughs> they did wonders for me because um, I probably would have had to go up to 112. But really? A lot. Yes. See, I would cut, uh, I'd be like 130 and I would cut back to originally 119. And then I decided I liked uh, mm-hmm. I liked it at 120, but I tried 125 a couple times, and like being in high school, like that's a whole mm-hmm. different body size. Yeah, I mean, I would I would get up to like um, 112 or 113 in high school, and that was about the biggest that I got. Actually, no, probably about 115. Um, but I never really got much bigger than that, so it was always easy getting down to 106. Um, what about so weight cuts speaking now? of Tennessee? Oh, yeah, go right ahead. Weight cuts now? Oh, my God. Okay. No, no, well, fuck speaking fuck of Tennessee, Tennessee. All right. Tennessee. All right. I'll, I'll go back to the weight cuts now. That's terrible. <laughs> Tennessee uh, cookout. Do oh, they only have yes. that in Tennessee? No, no, no. It's in North Carolina, like, too. Oh, my God. Like, oh, it is amazing. And I haven't had it in years. I've been thinking about this for, like, quite a while i didn't see any of my travels though like when i traveled around half the country if i would have seen a cookout i would have been there but i didn't see any <laughs> god i uh when i left like when i left virginia tennessee uh like so for anybody listening i i grew up in southwest virginia northeast tennessee like where alicia went to college i was like living and yeah so anyways um so i moved to salisbury north carolina and they had a cookout and i used to get fucking drunk as shit and i would hit up uh cookout like <laughs> probably like four days of the week like i used to love cookout those fucking quesadillas oh my god amazing and then like the fucking coke float was like fucking huge oh my god wait did no the, the coke float wasn't huge yeah did thing. you hit them in the summertime and they had the watermelon shake did you ever get that um no i didn't i'm not a big watermelon person though like watermelon flavored things i like watermelon but i don't like watermelon flavored things oh it was so good yeah no no i i love grapes but i hate like grape flavored shit i mean it's definitely not comparable because it's like two completely different tastes but you know no no it's it's yeah yeah um just like banana and banana banana flavored things are not the same at all oh yeah but i love like banana laffy taffy oh my god oh amazing banana flavored popsicles are my favorite (sighs) are you a big uh you big candy person or no um yeah actually um so for my post training um sugars i get some candy so i get to have candy all the time so i love indulging i uh oh, i bought a bueno bar the other day and then i put it in my pocket have you ever had a bueno bar by the way no i, I bought one and put it in my pocket the other day and forgot about it because i had like a slim jim and a con bar and a Reese yeah. cup and forgot yeah. about the bueno bar anyways it melted uh-huh. and uh uh-huh. it definitely ruined my week oh no <laughs> yeah pretty pretty <laughs> aggravating <laughs> that, um that sucks. <laughs> so 
okay so your weight cuts now right because i watch like your strength and conditioning like what are your weight cuts like now scale of like one to ten not a 10 i've had it i've had a 10 and not that um maybe my mindset is a lot better now too though so cutting weight isn't as hard for me i have to be very strict um like you feel like you're more disciplined now yes i don't mean to interrupt you um i i just have to be strict with my diet and uh I don't eat gluten. I don't eat dairy. I have to cut shit out. I have to eat it at certain times. Um, I have to make sure I'm getting all of my vitamins. It's it's a long process. I can't eat carbs at dinner. It makes me bitchy. Uh, <laughs> Wait, really? Yes, I can't have carbs at dinner, but I can have fats at dinner. Um, because if you have... Um, basically, if you have carbs at dinner, you're going to burn carbs overnight. And the fact that I work out in the morning, I need the carbs because I need the energy. So if I have fats before bed, then my body will be burning fat overnight. And then I will have the energy from the carbs for my morning workout. And then if I want to up it even one more, if I have fats before bed, it'll help me lose fat. And then I'll probably do my first workout in the morning fasted that increases my fat loss. And um, then I get to eat afterwards. <laughs> I feel so like you actually just... I feel like you just taught people like a lot of shit just now. Probably. And that's a a very small part of what um, I'm doing. Honestly, everything that I do, every single workout, every food that I put into my body when I eat it, um, actually what I eat it with, uh, it's all down to a science. It's all alchemy. If I don't know why I'm doing something, I won't do it. Do you keep up with everything yourself or do you have like a, like a, a nutritionist? I do have a nutritionist. Um, she is fantastic and I do a lot of it myself, but she's definitely always the one to go to when things aren't, when like I need things changed. Like <laughs> honestly, we're, we're more friends than anything, but she is a fantastic lady one time we went on a walk and it was literally a nine mile walk we got four and a half miles in and she's like well we're gonna turn back now we've gone four and a half miles we're gonna have a nine mile walk is that good <laughs> like, yeah like we gotta get home somehow and uh on the whole fucking thing she um made me a new diet plan right then and there and helped me with my um champ camp weight because actually that was a little bit hard. I came in bigger than I've ever come in before. Um, I think I was 117 when I came in. Talking about for the Ashley but fight? That was, yes. That was also after drinking a gallon that day, and I had already eaten three times that day, or maybe more. I don't really know. So I, I had some extra weight on me. So I'd actually cut from 113, which is still a, quite a bit bigger than I normally um, yeah. would cut from. Damn near 10 pounds. I think that really having the good mindset about it, though, is really what helps a lot. (laughs) Yeah. I used to, uh, I used to be in like such a shit mood when I had to cut weight. Mm -hmm. Like, I would just, like, Um, I'd make everybody hate me. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I used to do, too. Like, every single time I cut weight, I would like, (laughs) I was, you didn't want to be around me. I was emotional. I would quit the sport, like, fucking five times at least oh 100 <laughs> i can't tell you I'm how many done. times i fucking quit I'm 
<laughs> yeah, like, and then James would be like, yeah, you can you can quit after this bath. Like, fuck you, James, as I'm sitting in the bath. Like, Shit, I I'm used done, to do I'm wrestling. sorry. <laughs> I used to do it wrestling. I'd be like, yeah, fuck this sport. I'm going to play fucking basketball. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck. I watch your like your strength and condition uh, conditioning mm-hmm. videos with Chris, and it seems like it's mm-hmm. a lot like like to me like from the outside looking in because like I was involved in like athletics like my entire life like I kind of understand but like for mm-hmm. a lot of people watching that might not be in uh, like athletics like it's probably really weird but like you do a lot of like singular muscle shit right like mm-hmm. yes yeah like uh like performance based shit yeah. Um, so like I said earlier, every single workout that I do, it has a meaning. It has a purpose, every movement that I do. So, um, yeah, every video that you watch, there is an intention behind it. Um, I'm working the muscles that are for punching, that are for, um, kicking, that are for wrestling, that, um, are for healing my injuries from, you know, from wrestling for fucking 20 years. Um, all of it. So, um, actually a lot of it has been taken from a lot of the greats. Uh, Chris, he is a wizard. He's, he's a genius. He studies nonstop and he's never fought or anything, but the way that he can break down the movements and it's, it's incredible. So, um, a lot of the stuff that I'm doing actually is the same stuff that Whaley is doing if anybody has caught on to that i uh i actually followed chris because i'm like yo a lot of this shit's badass and you and Mm -hmm. uh you and tabitha were doing something earlier where Mm -hmm. it was almost like a tug of war but like i Mm -hmm. i was watching them like your feet stayed planted like the entire time i was like oh my god Mm -hmm. like i figured it out right then and there i was like oh that's fucking like that's smart as shit like yeah thank you thank you though that's stick games stick games are so fun (laughs) yeah you, you guys ever hit each other with the stick after or no um me and tab no but like those are the same things that me and parisian use to uh to have a sword fight in the gym i don't know if you've seen that video i have yeah (laughs) i actually so uh like we like so i've known you for a while but i still had to like Mm -hmm. google you just to get you know like little specifics and shit out of the way (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and i came across this video of you and megan anderson Are you going to beat Megan up? No, I'm not going to beat Megan up. No. <laughs> you know, when you when you Google Alicia Zapatella, one of the top things that pops up is versus Megan Anderson. I know. That that picture went pretty viral. I was not expecting Oh, I remember that. that. <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. And then uh, another video of you went viral, too. You were head kicking um, Stefan Struve. Stefan, I don't, I don't even know who Stefan Struve is. No, 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 hang on. Oh, hang I was, on. I was probably head kicking Parisian. Mm, I don't know. Somebody very tall. I remember somebody very tall. I remember it went, it went viral, but I can't remember who it was. Okay, okay. Um, it was probably honestly, it might have been Josh Parisian. He's in the UFC now. That's like the tallest person that I usually fuck around with in most of my videos. He uh, well, he fought back in December, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Not as yeah, awesome. Yeah, he, he fought a couple of times this year. 
I was trying to think of like the most uh like the most recent time that he fought. It was it was December though, right? I'm not like Yep. Okay. Yep, it was okay. December. Yep. Let me ask you this. Did you buy the fight last night? Um, I did not, but my coach did. Are you bullshitting me right now or no? I'm not bullshitting you. Okay. But <laughs> but 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 the fight wasn't fucking working. Like, like where you bought it from, um, ESPN Plus, it wasn't working. So definitely did find the stream as well. <laughs> but we hey. did buy it, but it wasn't working. <laughs> I shared a thing earlier. I don't know if you've seen it, but it said uh, Dana was going after streamers so hard he went after his own. And I was just uh-huh. like, well, that's really what fucking happened. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about the fight? The 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 co-main event first, and then the the main event. The co-main event being Mike Chandler and Dan Hooker. Okay, I just want to start off with I called both of those fights. I was right about both of those. Um, Chandler, that was a that was an amazing that was a beautiful performance. It fucking was. That's, yeah. Fucking yeah. what the way he was going to the body with nothing behind mm-hmm. it, right? And he just mm-hmm. keeps setting it up and up and up. Dan Hooker, though, I fucking feel for that guy. Like, he just has a really likable face, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. But I've I've been a Chandler fan for a little while now, so the likable face can only get you so far. Uh, so fun fact for anybody listening to this mm-hmm. podcast, I was trying to get Mike Chandler on the podcast one time, and mm-hmm. we, like, had a conversation via Instagram, and he invited me to come to Nashville and train with him. And I was like, oh, fuck, I really want to do that. Ended up not being able to go. Um, and then he like came to the UFC and I was like, Oh, this is gonna be awesome. And then they were like, mm-hmm. and he's fighting Dan Hooker. And I was like, fuck, man, like I like Dan. <laughs> yeah, it was, I was very conflicted. I did kind of see that coming though. Like he has one hit mm-hmm. fucking knockout power. Yeah. Oh, he, he has he has so much power. It's beautiful. I I envy it. Uh that video was uh Josh Parisian, by the way. That I was talking about a moment ago. You head kicking That's somebody? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's 6'3". Yeah, well, see, I forget that you're like 4'10". And so, mm-hmm. like, I was looking at it, and I was like, it has to be Stefan Struve. Like, that's a tall motherfucker compared to her. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> that's when it kind of hit me, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mike Chandler's a fucking beast, though, and he's built like a brick mm-hmm. shithouse. Oh, Definitely. Yeah, he uh, when he knocked out, like knocked out Benson Henderson, I was like, "Oh fuck, dude!" Like he's gonna he's gonna do work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you called the main event though. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. So I don't know, just something about McGregor's energy was just not the same. I thought from the beginning that Poirier was going to take it, like something was telling me. And then once I actually saw Connor, I was like, oh, yeah. The first round scared me a little, but then, uh, yeah, then I was right. <laughs> I was trying to see if I post it in our group, but I, um, so I had a podcast last Tuesday, right? And I told mm-hmm. everybody on the podcast, I was like, yo, I had a dream that Dustin Poirier was the first guy in the UFC to knock out Connor McGregor. And everybody was like, oh, you're fucking stupid. And I was like, all right, bro, like, whatever. But I had this dream, right? And then it fucking happened last night. And I literally just, like, sat the headphones down. I was like, what the fuck oh just happened? God. You know what I mean? Yeah. What? Yeah, Shit, was... you should have bet money. Next time, you, you got to bet money next time. 
I was trying to see because you know RJ's like a big uh, Connor fan, so I was trying to see if I fucking told him that shit in our group chat just now. But yeah, so mm-hmm. it it is coming out Tuesday on the weekly forecast that I definitely predicted that shit without even knowing. That's it. that's wild. Connor's been so weird since he fought Floyd, though. Like he fights like flat footed as mm-hmm. fuck for one, mm-hmm. um, and he almost has like one of those weird like like hunched over kind of boxing stances to where. Like, I, like if I was Dustin, I would have leg kicked him more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he was lighting yeah, that lead leg up. Yeah. And then the way Connor just drops his fucking hands, I was like, fuck, man. Like, you're going to get fucking clipped. Like, mm-hmm. for sure. And I honestly assumed, like, maybe it was going to be another Nate Diaz moment where, like, Dustin would clip him and then Connor would shoot for a takedown. But fuck, man. That was such a good performance from Dustin. And you're right. I mean, Connor looked really good in the first round, but mm-hmm. there was something different about him. Definitely. I don't know. He wasn't carrying himself the same. He didn't have that Connor energy about him. But, uh, it was no yeah, cocaine. I don't know. It was a beautiful performance. It really was. How tough is fucking DP to be able to take those shots and then, like, kind of brush them off, you oh, know? Oh, so, so tough. There is a lot to be said about that. Have you, uh, did you? Okay. You... Go ahead. I was going to ask if you saw the girl fight earlier in the night when Herb Dean, like, stopped it, but he didn't stop it. Yeah, so and, Amanda Rebus yeah. and uh, Marina Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Amanda uh, Amanda Rebus is my little my little Brazilian bae, but uh, <laughs> fuck, dude. She got fucking, she got clipped. But if you remember, do you remember when she fought uh, Paige Van Zandt? Mm-hmm. It, was like, it was like Paige's last fight of her contract. Paige actually clipped yeah. her once in that fight. Um, Rebus is good. She's getting a lot of push right now. Mm-hmm. She's really good, but she definitely has some holes. And I didn't think Marina was going to be the one that like exposed her, but I kudos agree to her. With that. But yeah, it was a it was a great performance. Like uh, the finish was beautiful. But uh, what did you think about that Herb Dean moment though? I that was so confusing. That was like one of the most confusing moments in MMA. I would say what did, probably what did you ever. Think initially, like I, I honestly thought, what, what the fuck is going on? Because like he was gonna stop it and he didn't stop it, and then they just like my mind instantly. Like I've been wrestling since I was five, so like don't stop until it's over. So like my mind was like why why the fuck did you stop but like also it was very confusing <laughs> i mean like like, like did you think he stopped it though um no see i i didn't either i didn't think because Mm-mm. generally like when when a ref will stop a fight like they'll put a hand on both people mm-hmm. or, yeah. or at least one person but he just yeah. kind of moved in i think it, what was it his knee he like kind of led in with his knee and then he kind of backed out kind of yep he was a it looked like he was about too but he like just didn't for whatever reason um it was his it was definitely his knee that touched them but his hands didn't like separate them nothing like that so i don't think that he stopped it i didn't either uh i I was very confused at uh like marina at the same time like if you're i guess if like you're trying to be like super uh like sportsmanlike i i like i (laughs) guess but at the same time, you're right. Like I, I wrestled at like a young age, so like I do not stop until mm-hmm. a referee says, "Hey, be done." Yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean. But yeah, do you I think, think it was Dean also is- still. 
Go ahead. I, I was going to say, I think it was also still very clear that she hadn't, um, that he hadn't stopped the fight yet. Yeah, I, I was under the same the same assumption. Do you still think Herb Dean's like the gold standard in, in uh, refereeing, though? No, I do not. <clears throat> no? No. I, who would you I, have to... I wouldn't think so. Who would you pick as like the gold standard in, in refereeing? I don't know his name, <laughs> but he has refed so many of my fights in Invicta. Um, bald guy. <laughs> tall bald guy, but guy. a lot of guys are tall to me, so. <laughs> um, tall, bald guy. Margliotta? Um, Big Dan? Possibly. Um, whoever you're really, you're um, the ref for this. Invicta is. Yes, I, you really yes, gonna I make am. me Google this? <laughs> yes, um, Google knows all. So I, uh, when it comes to referees, if it's not, um, fuck, I don't know what the fuck I'm googling. If it's not um, Jason Herzog, which I really like Jason Jason Herzog, and I really like uh, Mark Goddard, but Mark kind of mm-hmm. has a couple moments where he, um. I don't want to say like he's fucked up, but like <clears throat> maybe he stopped something too soon almost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Such a yeah. fucking hard job. Like I wouldn't want to do that at all. Definitely, definitely a very hard job. Um, I, uh, yeah, I wouldn't want to do it either. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want that to be on me to stop the fight, even though I feel like I know when a fight should, should be stopped. Yeah. I don't, uh, yeah, fuck that. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to do it. I mean, because like, I feel like at the at the highest level, right? So you've got like your UFC, your Bellator, your Invicta. You should kind of know the people mm-hmm. well enough to know. Like, like let's say, um, who's like super durable? Like fucking Tony Ferguson, right? Like if Tony gets mm-hmm. dropped, like he's probably gonna be okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. but somebody like let's say Luke Rockhold. And I'm not shitting mm-hmm. on Luke. I actually really love Luke. And I watched him earlier fight uh, Chris Wadman at UFC. What was that, 194 or whatever? It's the same uh, fight that Connor beat Aldo the same night. Um, okay, yeah. Anyways, I love I love Luke Rockhold. But if he was to get dropped, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm probably stopping that fight. So I feel like at some point you kind of have to know your fighters. But at the same time, I don't know. Like, I don't want to, I don't want, I wouldn't want to get anybody hurt that's that that would be my biggest fear at the end of the day would be letting somebody get hurt um more than they need to be yeah i just because and i guess it's because like i do uh or like i talk about like cte and like brain damage so fucking much like i wouldn't want that job like i don't even like being like a fucking striking coach sometimes because i'm just like fuck i mean if somebody gets hurt like like that's something like that's something i done or didn't do you know what i mean that's that's very true um i don't know i i don't really coach striking though so i wouldn't be able to say there aren't really that many um injuries in wrestling surprisingly so i'm still trying to find your fucking <laughs> I'm still trying to find this fight. Like who, who refed most of your fights? Anyways, if you're listening and you're the referee for Invicta, uh, for 
a lot of Alicia's fights, then hey, good job. <laughs> good job. Yes. They, oh, is it Marcia? Let me see. Let me look this up. I think I might oh, yeah. just found it. Marcio La Selvia. Yes. Yep, there you go. Hey, good job. Marcio La Selvia. Yes, he is a fantastic ref. He maybe I'm a little bit biased because a lot of refs don't know grappling and he um enjoys the grappling and he understands what's going on. Um I run into the problem a lot of the time that the refs don't understand or they they are stand-up refs. Um or they're stand-up reps and they're just going to stand you up if they don't think that you're working anything. But luckily, Marcio, he definitely knows grappling, and that works out in my advantage. And also, he calls very good calls. Um, he's very fair. I feel like as a uh, like as a referee or a judge, you should be at least knowledgeable, like to the point where like mm-hmm. you've, you've been to like a couple jujitsu classes mm-hmm. or you've been to a couple wrestling practices or uh, Muay Thai classes, like whatever. Because like what's like if me and you were to fight, right, and let's say that mm-hmm. I was to take you down, but I don't do shit with it, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say you're offensive on the ground, right? A lot mm-hmm. of judges are going to give me the round because I got the takedown when you're actually going for mm-hmm. submissions and shit. Like, that's fucking crazy. Right. Correct. Yeah. And Mar- Marcio, he's a high-level black belt. So, like, having somebody that like that watching a fight um, is, you know, it's preferred. And don't even get me started on the judges because that – they need to be um, informed as well. And that is a huge problem. Do you like the, like the Invicta open scoring? No, I actually, I thought that I was going to love it. Like this is going to be like wrestling. I'm going to be able to see the score. I actually really do not like it. That is so crazy. I, for my title fight, I asked to not know. Um, I mean, I knew the rounds that I was losing. I knew the round that I was winning. So I didn't really have to be told. Is it like a, like it makes you overthink, you think? Completely. Because in the Lindsay fight, like, um, I believe, I, I think that I coasted because I knew that I was winning. Um, oh. So I'd rather not even see that I was winning and just, do what I'm supposed to do. I actually like that. Like, I like that you said that, like you felt like you were coasting because mm-hmm. you were winning and that's why you don't mm-hmm. like it. I actually really, yeah. uh, like I really respect that. That's actually really, like really fucking cool. Do you feel like more fighters yeah. do that? Oh, completely. Um, but I'm not here to fight and play the game. Um, I'm here to fight. <laughs> yeah. You're here to fucking Von Zap some chicks. Yeah, completely. <laughs> uh, are you uh, are you gonna get you a fucking heel hook win? I know you fucking heel hook uh, white I, belts. <laughs> I would enjoy that. Um, honestly, I've thought about throwing a leg lock in a fight before, and to be completely honest, it wouldn't be that bad of an idea because I do know leg locks. I do have a good leg lock game, and I'm great at shutting them down and literally worst case scenario i'm going to create a scramble and that is best case scenario for me i was 1000 percent just bullshitting with you just then just so i could bring up the fact that you hit hook white belt <laughs> i i thought so but you know i've actually thought about <laughs> I, I thought about um throwing a heel hook in a fight before i don't remember who it was but 
Do you really fucking hill look white belt? Yes, I do. There's a place in hell for people like you. Okay, but okay, (laughs) let me be more specific. The only white belts that I heel hook are white belts that are men who are a lot bigger than me and try to use strength to their advantage. So I have to calm them the fuck down and I'll go for their legs. I understand that. See, in my mind, when when I read that and you're talking about it like in our group chat... I'm thinking like some kid just shows up. It's like his first week. And they're like, all right, you you guys are paired up together. Alicia, help him out a little bit. And you're just like, okay, cool. And then fucking five seconds in, he's like crying and running away. Well, limping away. No. No, and then the ones that are the worst are the ones that are like close to getting their blue belt. And they're like guys who are like bigger than you. And like, no, we're, we're going like to feel trying like to prove them. something. Not kind of, but yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That's my favorite is when someone's trying to like, um, like they're like right about to be promoted and they're like trying to like impress like the coaches and everybody. And they're just like, Oh, mm-hmm. let me go for this and that and this and that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just yeah. like, all right, bud, here's a fucking twister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When people do stuff like that, I honestly kind of roll like a douchebag. Like, if you're going to be a dick to me, I'm going to be a dick back. But um, I I don't know. I do douchey stuff. I'll like do like fist and throw no. or like I'll do. Let me tell I'll you. do like gas mask stuff. and like, yeah. I do the same shit. Oh, like, knee and throat too. If somebody's been an asshole with me while we're rolling, I'm just like, all right, bud. I'm going for twisters. I'm going for fucking banana splits. Like, I'm just going to be a <laughs> dick. And I don't like, That's I don't even funny. mean to. It's just like something mm-hmm. primal takes over. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, <laughs> no, I mean I do the same thing though, so I I completely get it. <laughs> I'm just like, right, here's this fucking twister. Have this. I uh, mm-hmm. I used to be really bad too. Like, like when I was still competing, like if somebody sparred really mm-hmm. fucking hard with me, like I wouldn't be an asshole and like try to knock them out. I just start leg kicking the fuck out of them, like over and over and over and over and over. To the point where, like, it was oh, kind wow. of, it was kind of like dickish of me, yeah. But like, yeah, I, I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to try to knock somebody out. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, my the the stuff that I do is different. Um, I won't. I'm not gonna sit there and just leg kick. I mean, I have definitely sat there and just leg kicked somebody before. Like, if I tell myself I'm a kickboxer, I'm a kickboxer. I can, and I can pull it off. But oh, um, most of the time. Most of the time, if someone's being a, like you know kind of douchey, they needed to be checked. Then um, I will take them down and, like I said, you know, knee on throat and just you know punch them in the face. Put my put my hand over their over their throat. I'm I'm not afraid to grab their throat and punch them in the face. Like I I I do. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking white belts and just getting the fuck beat out of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! One time. Um. <laughs> never mind. Oh, one one time. Okay, one time. One of my uh, one time. One of my partners, right, was uh swinging a little bit too hard, and they had a face, you know, fucking headgear on, so like I couldn't punch him right in the face. Um, so I had to take him down, and I just held their face there, and I was like popping them. And my coach had to tell me to stop doing that because uh, <laughs> apparently that defeats the purpose of a headgear. Apparently it's rude. Whatever. Rude. Whatever. I didn't want to punch the headgear. I wanted to punch them. 
<laughs> when, when I uh, when I moved to South Carolina, we had like a bunch of guys getting ready for fights. Um, mm-hmm. And there was this one kid that had came in and he was like, I don't know, like dying to get a fucking knockout, but not in a cage. He wanted it in the mm-hmm. gym. And I was oh like, my God. I was like, okay. Like, and he literally opened up like a fucking overhand right and then like started trying to head kick me. And I'm like, bro, are you good? Like, are we okay? And he was like, yeah, my bad. <laughs> I was like, okay. So then he keeps doing it and I'm like, all right, fuck it. So I just didn't throw like a single punch. I threw at least a hundred fucking leg kicks at him. Cause I was like, oh I, ain't try- I ain't trying to be like an asshole, but like, I also yeah. trying to get knocked out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah usually if someone's throwing too hard like one of my really good friends she was uh she's always afraid to spar me because i'm just better than her but you know like now like i hope that she'd realize that um because i'm better i can control the level a little bit better but you know she was just punching me harder because she's afraid of me and uh so i checked her and i fucking punched her one good one and like a goose egg on her forehead like oh jesus christ from one punch oh i felt so bad i felt terrible see i'm the type of person that like i'll give it in the moment and then afterwards i'll feel terrible about it i hope everybody i I don't like hurting people i'm just kidding i'm just kidding yeah yeah i'm the same way i'm like the exact same way i i feel bad like afterwards um and like mm-hmm. even fighting too like i would always go up and like sit with people afterwards like they'd be like kind of like sitting against the cage like sitting mm-hmm. on the mat and i'd just be like hey man like good job you know and i'd like try to be really nice as if like 30 yeah. seconds ago i wasn't like fucking trying to kill you oh but- completely i give my every single opponent a hug afterwards everyone oh, yeah. i actually i've i've became friends with like all the guys that i fought afterwards which is like always super weird for mm-hmm. me kind of um and i've actually do you play uh do you play call of duty um no not really oh well one of the guys that i fought uh and i used to uh like for fucking months after we fought every weekend used to jump on zombies and fucking just rip shit up on call of duty (laughs) i i used to play zombies back in the day but i don't really play any call of duty anymore i don't really play many games anymore i've been playing um a lot of board games though yeah, for anybody listening, if you are thinking about coming to Alicia with that bullshit, she don't play no fucking games. No, no games. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I don't, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. Oh, just you do know, it. Fuck it. Um, so it. my te- my team has um been doing our sparring nights um basically oh wait 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 wait. hold on i know what i know what you're about to say is this is that kind of illegal first of all (laughs) i don't know if it is i was gonna say that like my my don't say um, your school say somebody else's (laughs) it's just sparring nights and it's underground fights uh you know probably shouldn't talk about it you already fucking said it (laughs) but no you can cut that part out right there that time (laughs) you you really want me to cut it out i'll write it down here please (laughs) okay because i want to talk about it but i definitely should not okay i'm just gonna write okay um (laughs) well i don't know that's illegal or not i don't know either we so we just put a really fun twist on our 
on our sparring nights. We all get in the cage. We have scheduled fights. And we announce it. We walk out to music. We make it so much fun. Um, so Brad Pitt and Edward Norton blast. show up sometimes. <laughs> um, you guys beat the fuck out no, of Jared Leto. But, <laughs> no, but one of our coaches has a has a really good butt so we've been trying to get him to be our our ring boy and everything and he's not having it <laughs> i'm not even sure how much of this i'm supposed to cut out now but i definitely want to keep the really good butt part in. <laughs> can you just can you drop it can you drop a name I mean, so I guess, everybody can follow honestly Instagram? tim far you know just you, you can I tell you what, we'll leave it in. You can keep it. We'll leave it in, but I will say, Alicia heard of a gym that's doing some underground fight club shit that she sometimes goes to. Yeah. I Anyways, do you watch a lot of TV? I don't just <laughs> spar at my gym. I have actually been sparring around at other gyms with other fighters. I don't watch much TV. I yeah. have been watching. Um, yeah, I don't watch much TV at all, actually. I was just really trying to get yeah, away from I've, the I've been watching we a lot of on. Disney Plus and a lot of YouTube. Really? Lately. Really? Fair. Who do you, what do you watch on YouTube? Like, do you have, <laughs> like, do you follow certain channels? Alicia. So, my favorite channel, um, hello. Um, I think there's like a little lag. My favorite channel on YouTube is. Damn. That's upsetting. Well, my family favorite channel on YouTube is Jenna Marbles, and sadly, she was canceled earlier this year. Um, as of lately, I've just been watching art videos and putting one on, and then whatever plays just plays from there on out um yeah i've been doing a lot of art what was jenna marbles canceled for she was canceled because um she was accused of doing blackface but that is very controversial she had a very bad fake tan and she was very orange and she put on a pink wig and she impersonated Nicki minaj and you can even look it up there's a clip on on online of it and you can see pictures of her and even at the end she takes her wig off like it's literally just her tan her fake tan um it's orange and then also in a song yes it kind it basically (laughs) looked like trump face yes um also um she put out a song that was called bounce that dick and (laughs) in the song she said Hey, Ching Chong Wing Wong, show me your King Kong Ding Dong. I'm sorry that was racist. I'm bad at rap songs. And apparently cancel culture didn't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so growing up, my one of my best friends was Asian. She was her family was from Thailand. And me and her we would quote that part back and forth to each other all the time. This video is like 10 years old. So 
like when I think of it, like I, I think of like good memories and it's really funny. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> skipping school, getting a McGriddle and listening to that bullshit. <laughs> sometimes, only sometimes. I had to go to school because I was playing sports all the time, so I couldn't miss wrestling match days. <laughs> oh, I used to, or soccer I used days. To, I used to show up for half a day on wrestling match days just so I, you know. I was a bad student. Well, see, like I said earlier, if I was going to be late, I just wouldn't come in. So there is no way that you could get me to go in for a half day um, for wrestling. Sometimes you (laughs) need a half day, like, you know what I mean? Just, like, center yourself real good. Oh, yeah, there was definitely days when I would, like, leave early, but not go in late. I don't know. Oh, so you're more of, like, a leave the party early, not show up fashionably late. Yeah. Um, well, mm. nowadays, I'm definitely show up fashionably late. So it's kind of a problem, but I'm usually about five minutes late everywhere that I go. Um, yeah, you were fucking working 10 minutes on it. for this podcast. I'm sorry. <laughs> My computer <laughs> wasn't kidding. working. And then out of nowhere, it just started working again. I'm just but kidding. We're here yeah. now. I, uh, I assumed that it was RJ sending nonsense to your computer. And uh, shout out oh, RJ, probably. by the way. Definitely. Shout out to our homeboy, RJ. And, you know, I think you're right. It was probably him sending the bad vibes. My computer not working because he's probably jealous that he's not in here, too. But fuck, I didn't even think about asking him. It was like so last minute because I. So you said you had a cancellation. I had a cancellation, mm-hmm. too. So I was like, fuck, this is. Uh, almost cosmic you know kind of like our friendship right. I mean, we've been friends yeah. since we were like in the womb together and whatnot <laughs> so i was like what better time perfect perfect timing perfect i mean 25 timing. almost 26 years later perfect timing i know we have birthdays coming up how sick is that it's very sick i'm very excited about it what are you doing for your birthday um, honestly i have no idea um i say that i'm very excited about my birthday but I've never really been a big, like, party or, like, um, celebrate me type person, so I don't really know what I'm going to do, and then especially with COVID, I can't just, like, go do some shit. I mean, I might go to the movies. That might might work. I don't, uh, I don't really, like, celebrate my birthday, like, like, I I acknowledge that, like, it's a cool day for, like, a lot of people. And, like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I had shitty birthdays growing up, so I don't celebrate now. Mm -hmm. But, like, I just, I don't know. I also have, like, a child now, too, so, like, I like her birthday. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I feel the same way about my birthday, though, so completely identify with that. Um, What is your heritage, Alicia Zapatella? My heritage, I am... A little bit of a lot of things, but I know that I have a lot of Italian in me, and I know that I have quite a bit of Native American in me. And what tribe? Two of the ones. I don't know. Um, I do know the whereabouts from. From, um, and I know that my grandmother's dad was very much Native American, so. I don't know. She doesn't know enough information. I'm going to have to do some digging on it. And I tried sending my DNA into um, like one of those DNA websites and 
they said that my they needed more spit and they tried making me pay for it so i wasn't gonna buy another kit sadly um, I just haven't I'm, gone I'm, I'm almost for sure that's like the only time anyone has ever asked for more spit of anybody that's spit to me like saliva is fucking disgusting i Ugh, I like cringe at the thought of it. Um, yeah. Also, there's DNA yeah. things like how they, you know, that's how they clone people. That's how they track you. Mm-hmm. That's probably why they want more more of mine. Honestly, <laughs> they like send us more of this. This is champion blood. <laughs> uh, it's crazy you said that. My grandfather's mother was like full blooded uh, Cherokee Indian. That is so cool. Yeah. Okay. So growing up, I never really knew that I was that Native American, but I've always been called to the culture of it. And now finding out that I am Native American, it makes a lot of sense. And actually, my grandfather was married to a Native American woman, too. So not only was it my real grandmother, but also one that uh, my grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been around me a lot. But Italian also a lot. That was the reason a lot I of asked, Italian food. The, the Zapatella name. I, I thought yeah. it was Italian, but it wasn't like 100%. So with my last name, I get either Italian or a lot of people think that I am um, Latina. So they'll say it like, like Zapatella. Um, and it also Spanish? depends on the part. Um, just a little bit. Not that much. I can understand it pretty well. Um, but I can't really speak it that well. Hmm. Um, so like, I guess depending on the part of the country that you go to, it, um, kind of controls what people think that I am because when I went to King, everybody that was like, from like, I don't know, like California and all of those people thought that I was like Latina and stuff. And then like the other people that were from like out like near like Pennsylvania and stuff like they completely thought that I was Italian. So it's it's really cool um, seeing perspective. Have you ever met anybody like outside of your family with the last name Zapatella? No, but um, so the long story short, Zapatella is not really a common name because the my our name was actually Zapatello, but then there was a family fight, and there was three brothers that then split their name to Zapatelli, Zapatello, and Zapatella. So I am a Zapatella, but I'm related to all of them. <laughs> but there's a lot of Zapatellos. I mean, yeah, Zapatellos. Zapatellino. Yeah, there's a lot of Zapatellis. <clears throat> That's pretty cool. <laughs> See, I'd actually heard yeah. Zap- Zapatelli before. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of yeah. That one's more common. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. Before I let you go, you wait. Can I talk about the new Instagram? Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah! All right. Alicia has been painting, and <clears throat> she posts them to a new Instagram, which I do not mm-hmm. have wrote down here because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Recipe round, right? Yes. Yes. I'm trying to find like the at. Oh, it's it. The at is recipe realm and it's actually called recipes of the astral realm. Yeah. And she posts really badass paintings if anybody would like to buy them, but uh, don't buy mine. (laughs) I was going to start posting um, a lot more um, spiritual stuff as well. 
my boxing coach is making me a table to do all of my card readings on, so I haven't posted any of my card readings lately, um, but I'm definitely going to be posting all of my paintings, all of my spiritual stuff on there. It's super bad. Different perspective I, uh, of me. Yeah. I like it. And yeah, that's what I was about to say. It gives people like a different perspective of like who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I started, Definitely. like I started this podcast off by like talking about fighting, but then I tried to like kind of mm-hmm. navigate away. Cause like, I don't know, like I know you mm-hmm. personally, like I want to show the world how fucking cool mm-hmm. you are. Um, but Thank yeah, you. check out I, this I Instagram. appreciate it. Check out this Instagram. <laughs> it's recipe realm. Um, she has some badass paintings on there and you get to see a cool side of Alicia that isn't, um, like beating the fuck out of females, which is also really cool. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I mean, there, there's a lot to me and I've always been very, um, people have always known me for sports and what I do there, but no one ever really has gotten to know me for the real me and I don't really put it out there that often so I kind of just figured I'm gonna put it all out there at once um I started dabbling into it like sharing like spiritual memes and stuff and my paintings and I got a lot of really good feedback so I was like fuck it I'm just gonna go for it I'm gonna make a a different page where I can really just be myself and put whatever I want to put it put out into the universe into the universe so have you yeah, always been yeah. like artistically uh, like talented, or is it something you've kind of like? Um, um, I guess like I've always been learned? very talented. Um, I was artistically talented when I was younger. I guess I just kind of fell out of it. I stopped doing it because I just I don't know. Life started getting very overwhelming, and I didn't have time for it. And I guess I really never. Um. I don't know, I guess when I was younger, things were really about competition, and um, I didn't want to show my art, and because my art is an expression of me, it's not really just, it's pretty personal, so um, I never really wanted to be judged for it when I was younger or anything. Um, I didn't want to come up short or it not to be good or something, and really moved past that, and that's not what art is about. I, uh... I'm I was actually the same way like I I got a job working in a tattoo shop when I was like 18 um mm-hmm. and I was like doing like the like the books and like uh, answering phones mm-hmm. and shit but like I've always been interested in like art and like I never showed like that side of me because like growing up especially like I mean like you've seen where I grew up like you have to be like fucking <laughs> like you know kind of redneck and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah so I, I didn't like want to show people like the artistic like side of me mm-hmm um Mm -hmm. so like i completely understand what you're saying like your art's fucking great like definitely check it out on instagram at recipe realm and definitely give it a follow alicia's super cool she's not gonna bite you probably definitely not definitely not if you're a white belt she might heel hook you but no big deal yeah i might heel hook you i mean honestly i probably won't even block you the worst you're gonna get is ignored for a rude comment <laughs> or you know what sometimes i like rude comments sometimes i like to uh to play back but on my art please <laughs> you know if <clears throat> if you're gonna attack me attack me about my fighting my art and stuff is just an expression of me <laughs> i <laughs> i uh i love i love when someone gives me a comment and they're like yo nice podcast 
shit fucking <laughs> shit fucking host, but you had a good guest. Like, oh, thanks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. That's been like the that's been like the best feedback I've got so far. Is like nice nice oh episode. Oh, the John Wayne Parr episode. Did you listen to it? I didn't. Um, oh, fun fact. Go ahead. Did you know that I fought on the same card as John Wayne Parr? I did actually. Did you know that I smoked weed with John Wayne Parr? Uh, yeah. After after I'd done the podcast, and I, I was like, "Hey, guess what?" And you were like, "Oh, guess what I done?" Oh shit! I did tell you. See, I don't tell anybody. Damn. <laughs> I was gonna so, tell all of the all the listeners some cool information. You're like, "That's old news." Damn. No, no, no. I mean, you can tell the listeners. <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> well, they already heard. You already shot it down. I uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was like, hey, Alicia, guess who I just had on the podcast? Oh, John Wayne Parr. And she was like, oh, fucking old news, buddy. I've already Dude. met him. I was like, oh, well, fuck me then, right? <laughs> John John uh, Wayne Parr is a great person. He's great. I, I had breakfast with him um, in Japan, and it was it was great getting to know him. You know, he's, he's obviously a legend. He is, man. He he's like one of the reasons I like I fell in love with like Muay Thai. Um, so having him on the podcast was like so fucking crazy for me. And then I got this message. I'm trying to bring it up right now. It's on the Instagram. Hey, great episode with JWP. Shit fucking host, but great oh. guest. That <laughs> <laughs> is right back. Oh, Hell man. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh god, that's great. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought it was incredible. Oh. There was one time I hit, I hit my vape during an episode and during the editing, I completely missed it. And somebody was mm-hmm. and it, it happened one fucking time because I went back and listened to the episode like three different times to try to find it. Right. I hit mm-hmm. my vape one time and this dude fucking messaged me and he said, it would be a lot more professional if you didn't hit your fucking vape every 30 seconds. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, why are you fucking being such a dick right now, dude? <laughs> This podcast is free, buddy. Go find something else. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. Before I let you go, Alicia, tell everybody where they can find you. And really quick, let's break some fucking news here. What you got planned? What's coming up? What do I got planned? Um, Let me see. I don't have anything planned right now. And there you have it, everybody. Honest. Um, I am in the waiting process. I'm trying to get a, um, trying to get a, a jujitsu super fight set up. I don't know who I'm going to fight next because no matter who I'm going to fight, I have to wait to hear who like the contention fight is or anything like that. I have an idea of who I really want to fight, but I can't say it yet. And I have to wait for the perfect moment to actually announce it to the world. I'm going to grill uh, you in like five, five minutes. <laughs> so sad but um yeah I, I know i have some big things coming and i've been training with some really good people and i've just been on the grind so i'm excited to see what's coming oh actually i do have something big coming march 13th in <clears throat> saginaw michigan i am gonna be doing a meet and greet for a movie that i'm gonna be in and hey. there's also gonna be Dan Severin. Um, let me see real quick. Because there's going to be quite a few people at the meet and greet. Matt Hughes. <clears throat> yes, Matt Hughes. 
and Miranda Maverick. Damn, at this point, I should just be your fucking manager. (laughs) (laughs) Jason Fish and Pat Miletic. Yes, there's quite a few people. Oh, my God. Did you see that that Pat just recently got fired? Mm Mm-hmm. I did see that. Holy fuck. Yep. I yeah, mean, I honestly, I, yeah, that that's pretty crazy. But like, the reason why he got fired, I guess I wasn't really surprised for. No, no, no I wasn't. I wasn't surprised about that. I was more surprised like he was fucking Pat Milton. Yeah. Oh, no, no. I it didn't. It didn't surprise me that Pat Militich was doing that. To be completely honest. Really. Yeah. I was. I was kind of sad. <laughs> I mean. It, I was I was sad about it as as well, but I guess it didn't surprise me. Like I said, uh, but I guess a lot of things don't surprise me. I have pretty good intuition about most things. Just the same exact reason why uh, I knew that Poirier was gonna win. <laughs> did you know you were gonna do this podcast today? I did not. Hmm. But you I know, one over on you. You did. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> I've been giving Alicia right. so much oh. shit during this whole podcast. I am fucking honored that you uh, you came on here, though, for real. And honestly, like, <clears throat> over the last couple months, I've grown to know you. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it has been nice getting to know you over over the past couple of months. Um, I, I don't think I have expressed, like, the... Um, The meme group came in at the perfect time in my life because uh, at post fight is really um, a lot of emotions. There's a lot of depression that comes with post fight. So it kind of came at the right time. I think I've told you this before, but I uh, I won. I won a fight via like a knockout uh, in 2017 mm-hmm. uh, in February. And mm-hmm. I stayed depressed after that. Like after I fucking won, I was depressed for like months and I had no idea why. Yeah. Like I didn't, I didn't even understand. So I completely yeah. understand. Um, like you were like, you went on a tour um, and like toured the fucking world. I was like, yo, I'm mm-hmm. so fucking jealous. Like that is so fucking cool though. Thank you. Um, that was really all to just help uh you know what? Fight the depression because realistically, if I'm not fighting, well, after the fight is it's weird feelings because it's like a big buildup, and then afterwards it's like, now what? I've been training so hard for so long, and now it's done. Like it's just done. It's weird. <laughs> it's very weird. It's very weird. And I, uh, yeah, when you said that you were doing like a tour and you like you visited Salem, you came down to Florida, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, you mm-hmm. fucking, yeah, you fucking congrats. And also <laughs> kudos because, yeah, you done some fucking sightseeing. That's badass. Thank you. Thank you. I think my favorite um, place that I went was actually Gatlinburg, Ohio, which that was just, I stayed Not there the overnight version. at a cabin in the middle of the woods. Yep. Yep, it is. No, no, um, not Gatlinburg. Wait, what did I say? Hawking Hills. Oh my gosh. He not said Gatlinburg, Ohio. Hills. I was like, not, not Tennessee. <laughs> no, 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 wrong. It's goddamn. It was Hawking Hills, Ohio. That was my favorite place that I went. Actually, it was beautiful. That is awesome. Yeah, and I don't think I ever told the people where to follow me, but no, you didn't. Go right ahead. Um. All right. So, 
can follow me at Alicia Zap on Instagram, Twitter, um, Twitch, and on YouTube. It is YouTube slash Half Pint Six. You heard it here first. Um, <laughs> once again, I just want, I super want to thank you for coming on and doing this. I know it was like super last minute, and uh, yeah, I really appreciate you. I'm very proud of you and all of your accomplishments. Uh, thank yeah. you thank you for having me on no problem uh, for anybody that wants to go follow Alicia by all means go and do it follow her on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch check out the uh, the Instagram at Recipe Realm check out some of her art and also check out our Instagram at the Takedown Podcast click the link in our bio and you can buy our merch you can get free shit you can check out my OnlyFans. We have Adidas, and we have a phone number that you can call as well. It's 502-694-0749. Once again, Alicia, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you.